Hey everyone, it's Lauren. I am solo for this episode. Lindsay is out this week, um, and I do apologize that we're so late. We had a little bit of technical difficulty, and just everything was super crazy. Um, but so this episode will be a little short, but not to worry. Um, we will be back with our regularly scheduled weirdness on Monday, the two of us together. Um, <laughs> But in the meantime, I did just want to drop this short little episode for you guys. Um, Alright, so the topic for today is actually something that's going to be a feature uh, going forward in every episode, and it's called Mom Tip of the Week. Um, Should we rename that? Inbox us. Should we call it something like Just the Tip? Maybe we should call it just the mom tip. You tell us. Come up with a better name. Until further notice, it's called Mom Tip of the Week. Um, So basically, what this is gonna be is each week we're gonna take a we're gonna take turns because you know we don't want our episodes to be like extremely long. Um, But you know, this week is me, obviously since I'm doing the episode, and then on our episode on Monday will be Lindsay's turn. Um, And, you know, one of us will just leave you guys with a tip that we have uh, learned, something, a tip or a trick that we've learned that makes our lives easier, usually parenting-related, but maybe sometimes it will be something else. Um... I know that a lot of the time we try to give advice where we can, but usually our topics are a little heavier than that, Um, and so Mom Tip of the Week is going to be more like, here is a really cool app I found, or a really cool toy that they came up with, or a product that I love, or, um, you know, just like a just like a change of perspective that has helped me. Whatever. It'll be little things like that um, that have helped us, that hopefully can help you. Um, and also feel free to send us your mom tips. So you can email those at um, swearingmamas at gmail.com or, you know, comment or message us on all the usual um, platforms. So uh, without any further ado... Um, our very first mom tip of the week brought to you by me, um, is going to be to stop fighting your kid. Um, okay, let me elaborate. (laughs) Um, when you discover something that your kid is doing that is like an uphill battle, figure out how you can actually just stop the battle. Uh, because... What I've found a lot of the time, it's it's literally impossible. Like if you try and stifle something that a kid wants to do, they're just gonna fight harder, or they're gonna do it in other weirder ways. Um, so to be clear, I'm not talking about like anything big. Um, you know, obviously the big things like there are certain lessons that you have no choice but to teach your kid, um, and there are certain things that your kid will do that you should not have to put up with. 
that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about things that are going to make your life easier, things that are just stupid little things that, you know, if you really think about it, maybe you're only correcting it, like, out of default, just because it seems so, like, uh, here's an example. <clears throat> Um, Oliver was getting into everything. <laughs> um, he was getting into, he always gets in the pots and pans if he gets in the kitchen because I keep him in like the warming drawer, um, which the kitchen is currently blocked off because he was also starting to get into the cabinets, which, you know, I've got cleaner and stuff and I don't have a way to, um, to mom proof, I mean, to mom proof, good God to baby proof them yet but I will I will I will in the meantime I put the baby gate up however like outside of the kitchen uh, is a little bit more difficult and so we have a hutch and in the bottom is um, I keep like my coffee and tea products and then coffee mugs so for Oliver's birthday party I had a hot chocolate bar and I wanted to encourage people to use reusable mugs if they wanted to like I mean guess that sounded weird, like all mugs are reusable, but you know, like my mugs, as opposed to the styrofoam cups I got, I did get some just for anyone who wanted to take it to go, but point is that I put all my mugs up in the top section that only a grown-up would have been able to reach, and opened it up for people, and um, it really was just meant as a temporary fix, but um, at the same time, the timing worked out well, because Oliver was going in these cabinets and pulling everything out and so one of the things that he was pulling out of course was mugs and um he was really throwing them on the floor and it wasn't a huge distance for them to be dropped but it was still a little bit concerning to me that he was gonna break one and it just ended up mugs on my kitchen table every day and stuff so um so the mugs got put up in the top half of the hutch, and after the party, when I looked at it, I thought, you know, I actually like how this looks. Before, I just had it to where you could see my fancy teacups, but now, um, it's kind of just, the way I have it organized, they're in, like, there's a little bit of order to it. They're not, like, all just shoved up there. Like, um, my husband has an I Love Intercourse mug. Shout out to Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Any of my East Coast friends know that's an Amish town. My West Coast and, you know, the rest of the country, you guys are probably like, what? It's actually a town called Intercourse. But that is besides the point. He has a mug that says that. Actually, can I just please pause? Because this is what we do in this show. We go off topic. When I was, um, I believe this is actually when... I was pregnant, I'm pretty sure it was, at my last job. One time I asked my husband to pack me a coffee mug and a tea bag for, for work that day. And this man, I didn't pay any attention, he just put it in my lunch bag, my lunchbox. This man put that mug in there for me to sip at work in front of not just my coworkers but customers. Um, God bless him. So anyway, we put that mug in the back where you can't read it. <laughs> um, but, you know, the point is, it looks it actually looks nice. I like how it is. Um, and Oliver can't pull stuff out. Um, and then I was fighting it for a while. Like, he would pull all these things out, like, the in terms of, like, teas and stuff. And I was um, stressing, putting them right back in. And then I realized after a few minutes of doing this, um, well, like, 
So what if he pulls the tea out? It's not hurting anyone. It's closed. He's not. It's not like he's dumping loose tea on the floor. The canisters are closed, um, or else they're individually wrapped bags. So either way, I mean, he's not making a mess. There's nothing in there that can hurt him. Um, well, there was like a corkscrew, but I moved it. Um, and he was having so much fun. I mean, oh my God, mere weeks before this started, I couldn't really leave him to do anything. Like I was trying to get shit done and I could not leave this child. He would cry and fuss and it was always something, you know, always something. But I realized once I let him get into stuff on his own, he was content all day. I mean, I take a couple minutes out here and there to play with him. I do. Or, you know, and at nighttime I read him a book and a lot of the time when I nurse him, I'll um, turn on uh, Netflix. I love Octonauts. It's the show I watched with the little boy I used to nanny, so I turn that on for Ollie. Um, you know, and we'll watch that together and cuddles. So, like, we spend time together, but I don't have to, like, be in the same room. That Before, it didn't even matter if I played with him. I just had to be there. And sometimes, you know, he's sensitive and I still have to be in the room, you know, if he's just having a bad day or whatever. I think we all can relate, right? But, um, in general now, I can just leave him be and he will just go to town. Um, now, since then, I think my husband was fed up with him pulling all the tea stuff out just because you do have to pick it all up. Now, that's the thing. You have to pick it all up when he's done, you know, at the end of the day or whatever it may be, but it's five minutes is or even less, you know, but even if it's five minutes, like, you can spend five minutes picking up at the end of the day or you can spend the whole day continually putting things back away that he's pulled out or coming up with ways to um, keep him out of the hutch. And, like, really when I was trying, when I've tried in the past to, like, block him from things, he really gets upset and, like, throws a fit and cries, you know? So, I mean... We can have a difficult day where we're fighting each other and I'm continually pausing what I'm doing to tell him no, or I can just let him do the thing. Um, and similarly, like, when I do let him in the kitchen, uh, it's not often because it, <laughs> it gets on my nerves, to be honest, but sometimes I will let him in the kitchen if I'm in the kitchen and he's being needy and wants to be near me. Um, my laundry room is through there, so I'll close the laundry room door because, like, it's not a place for babies. The floor, that's where the cat's litter box is. And, you know, I don't want him crawling in that room. So I'll close that door. Instant fix. And then the cabinet that has the cleaners and stuff in it is in front of the sink. So I'm doing dishes. I'm already standing there. I just press my leg against it so that even if he tries to open it, he can't. And he doesn't realize that I'm holding it. So he doesn't get mad. <laughs> it's tricky. If he knew I was holding it, he'd get mad. Um, but I will let him go to town on the pots and pans. I let him pull them all out, throw them on the floor, and drum on them. That's what he wants to do, and he has fun, and it entertains him. And um, what does that cost me? A few minutes at the end of the night to... Uh, I honestly, I just rinse them good with hot water. Um, you know, unless the... If the floor's real dirty, you might should just wash them, but... 
you know, um, or he'll go in the cabinet where I keep his food and he'll pull out his bottles and things. And again, you know, it's just like, it's really not, it doesn't really take that long, um, to fix. And it's much more difficult to fight him. Um, oh, but I was going to say my husband baby-proofed the hutch. So, I think that was just his own thing. He got these, um, like bungee cords, I guess. And they just work out perfectly to uh, where he has one around each handle and it keeps it closed. And uh, Oliver actually likes to like pull on them and pull on the drawers and make them snap back closed. He has fun with that. So, again, that's a win-win. But even if we didn't have those, we would be making it work where it, the way that things are. Um, I like the bungee thing. It looks okay. But before, before we baby-proofed our entertainment center... We had like DVDs and CDs and games and just cars and all kinds of things that at one time were organized nicely and looked nice, but had become a disaster mostly because of him. And Seth had just taken like the lids to Rubbermaid totes and stuck them in front and then bungeed that and tied a knot. It just, I mean, it looked ridiculous. It looked really ugly. Every time I came in the room, I just thought about how ugly it looked. Um, and again, like, it served the purpose, and he didn't get in there, but it was so ugly. So, with that, it was like, well, that's another thing. Like, I don't want ugly baby-proofing around the house. I don't, you know, I want to enjoy my home, and I want my child to enjoy it, and I want to enjoy my child, and I want to enjoy my life and not always be fighting him, and always be miserable, and always be upsetting him, you know? So, uh, that's my mom tip of the week is just, you know, figure out a way that you can embrace, um, another really good example. And by the way, let me just interject, interrupt myself here to say this, obviously this episode, this mom tip here is longer than the amount of time we're normally going to spend on an episode, but because it's the whole episode this week, I feel as if it's okay for me to spend a little more time elaborating, um, so anyway, though, another really good example that I thought of is um, when I used to uh, babysit this little boy uh, a few months back. He loved to um, play with the formula out of his bottle. Oh my god. He would push the nipple inward and like squeeze it and whatnot, whatever he could do to get the formula out and play in it. To the point that he would even push the nipple down into the bottle a few times and dump milk everywhere. Um, so, what I ended up doing with him, because I was like, okay, I can't just sit there and hold him and make him take this bottle. Because he was at an age where he wanted to feed himself the bottle and he didn't want it all at once either. And he also didn't just didn't want to drink a lot, I guess. He... Um, he was about, you know, I guess he was kind of like weaning himself off the bottle. He was he was close to a year. But anyway, I was sitting there like, okay, I uh, don't want to deprive him of his desire to play in the liquid, but I don't want to have a mess. So what I did was I put him in the high chair. No, I'm sorry. I lied. I did not put him in the high chair, but I've done this with Oliver in the high chair. I let him play on the floor because this is before Oliver was crawling um 
so I got like a couple towels and laid on the floor and then I got just like a pan uh, like a like a cake a sheet pan and um, I put water in it I put some ice cubes in it to just to have something floating around like you know ice cubes are really fun to play with I put some balls that float and then I put a couple toys that don't float and then I got him a um, slotted spoon out set that all up and let him go to town and he loved it he had so much fun with it and of course he dumped the water out and made a mess but a it's water it doesn't stain and b i it wasn't a big deal like wasn't uh, it I had towels down you know i embraced it and uh, this was a lot better than having to constantly wipe up formula so um that's one thing that I've really like noticed and sometimes I forget about it but time and again I'll catch myself fighting something and then I notice oh yeah or I remember I'm like oh yeah life is easier if I stop fighting this and um, he'll be happier I'll be happier let me just find a safe way for him to do it in a way that works for me too um, and also another thing to remember, and I've kind of briefly said this before, is, you know, they're doing the annoying thing because they're learning. And I think remembering that really changes how you frame the whole thing, how you really think about the whole thing. It's like, I can be annoyed that um, Oliver keeps, you know, pulling things out of the cabinet or I can just think, like, how adorable is it that he's learning about the different weights of uh, different containers, the different sounds they make, the different smells that they have, you know, with it being loose tea, um, and how gravity works, and all of these things. Like, he doesn't know the words, but he's learning what, you know, it means in the world. Uh, and with the water, too, it's a big sensory thing, learning a lot about these different feels, temperatures, feelings, uh, how things float and how they don't wait, um, how water come, goes out of something when there's holes in it, but stays in something without holes. Um, you know, those things are like the basis of everything they're going to learn in the future. So it's actually really cool that they're being curious and that they're doing these things they're doing. We just have to find a way uh, to allow them to do it. You know, don't stifle them, but don't let yourself go crazy either. Uh, so that's my mom tip of the week. You know, whatever incredibly obnoxious, annoying thing your kid is doing, uh, find a way to let them do it in a fun, productive, safe way. Um, so yeah, I hope that someone benefits from that or that can help somebody or remind somebody who has forgotten. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, mom sip of the week. And uh, then now with that aside, I want to go ahead and read you guys some things from the internet. Um, okay, so I have two short little stories. First one is uh, Crystal, my nine-year-old is brushing his teeth, walks in my room and says, Mom, I'm doing drugs. Um, no, you're not. Yes, I am. It says drug facts on the back of the toothpaste. Kids are weird and on drugs, apparently. <laughs> um, Alright. 
Next one is from Cassandra. <laughs> She's, she said, My youngest swears Chris Pratt is his, quote, other dad. And I'm just sad I don't remember that tango. <laughs> I love that. I love it so much. Um, God. We would all love to remember a Chris Pratt tango, wouldn't we? <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, so those two stories aside, I also wanted to go ahead and let you guys know a few things. Uh, first of all, uh, there are like I think two new designs on Teespring. I can't remember when I like debuted our Teespring account, so I'm not entirely sure which designs you guys might have already seen. But there are new ones, and uh, the one that is my current fave is it's got a, a middle finger like drawing on it and it says fuck mom shaming but uh there's like letters and stuff so it doesn't really say fuck it says like f at pound sign i don't know you know but you know what i mean right you know the swearing thing it's funny if you just look at it don't know i shouldn't have tried to describe that <laughs> anyway so that is available on teespring as well as like a plain uh, swearing mamas, some swearing mamas gear. So if you just want to support us or represent us or uh, whatever, you could get that one. Um, yeah. Anyways, I think our I think our Teespring designs are pretty cute right now. So hopefully you find something you like. The link is on our Facebook page, um, but it's also like Teespring.com/stores/swearing-mamas. Just go, just go to our Facebook page and click the link. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, get you some merch. I also wanted to mention, um, for anyone else who was asking about how you can support, uh, the podcast, you do have the option on anchor.fm slash swearingmamas if you want to make, like, a monthly, uh, if you consider us, like, a subscription, you know, some kind of, like, service that you subscribe to as our show is entertaining you. Uh, like your Netflix or Hulu or whatever, um, then you can feel free to uh, donate something monthly that way. Um, but, you know, honestly, I would just rather you buy a t-shirt and you have something in exchange. We don't make a lot of money off of our merch. We set the prices. We, we get to set the prices ourselves. I um, My aim was to keep them low enough that they were affordable because, you know, everybody deserves some cute shirts. Anyway, um, we love you all and are so grateful for all the support we've received, but, uh, just wanted to answer that, uh, for anyone who was a wondering. Okay, and then the last thing I wanted to mention, and I will talk about this on Monday's episode two, um, but since this is a short one, um, and I haven't... I don't know if I've ever really said it, but I think I have. Anyway, our theme song, it was originally meant as a placeholder, and it just kind of stayed. But it is a song by my band, Panda Forces. In the earlier episodes, it was, like, credited on Anchor. But since I started, we started using a different platform to record most of our episodes. Um, it doesn't show up like that anymore. So I did just want to... Um, Shout out my band Panda Forces, uh, just in case anybody enjoys that song. 
um, in the beginning, and they wanted to know, and they want to hear the full version. The song is called So Basic, um, and my band Panda Forces is currently working on recording our first full-length album, but we do have an EP and a single, two singles, um, available on, like, Spotify, um, Apple, iTunes, all of that stuff, um, and so that's another way, uh, that doesn't really help, like, our podcast, but it helps me, Lauren, if you just stream, uh, my music on Spotify, um, and then if you are either in the Nashville area or in the Baltimore, Maryland area, we do have, um, some shows coming up, so, you know, just follow us on Facebook or whatever if you like, um, I don't really like to shameless plug our band on the podcast, but I just kind of thought since, you know, at this point we're like, what, like 20 episodes in or so? I don't remember. I have no idea, but my point is, at this point, we've, we've played so basic on this podcast and a lot of times without it really being credited, so I just thought in case anyone was wondering, I lacked it. Now, uh, now you know, and, um... Again, I'll talk more about my band a little bit on Monday when Lindsay and I talk about um, our lives and who we are. We are, That's the topic of our next episode. I know you guys are so excited to hear us talk about ourselves, but we're so interesting and cool. We're so special and unique and wonderful. Okay, my sarcasm doesn't quite come through without a co-host to laugh at my stupid jokes. I hope you guys laugh at it anyway. I'm an idiot. Anyway, um, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and play the rest of So Basic for you guys. So if you guys uh, wanted to hear it, now is your time to jam, jam it out, do a little dance, um... Yeah, I'm done talking. Have a good week. We will see you in a few days. Thanks, guys.